0: Um, I'm pleased to begin the third part of uh, of the event today by welcoming Karl-Heinz Forster from the Berlin Institute of Technology who will talk to us about numerical range of operators in a Banach algebra. Thank you very much for invitation to this conference. I am, am a little bit older than Rafi. Yeah, Avi, sorry. <laughs> Avi and we didn't study We didn't study together, but we got contact, I think in the 80s. I think we saw the first time in Valencia in a conference. And then you asked me to come to Haifa. And then we were several times guests in Haifa. And I appreciate these conferences very much. These are really conferences. I thank you very much for this invitation and all the stuff in Haifa. Uh, Rafi is there. Gauthier, Goldberg, and Danny Hershkowitz. So, I will talk on the block-numerical range of an operator in Banach spaces. I I started my career with operator theory in Banach spaces, and uh, I came up to non-negative operators in Banach lattices, and then I came up to matrix theory with non-negative matrices i, I don 't know is it a de- declining or uh, i don 't know, but now I come back to uh, operator theory, but there are also some examples for matrix for matrices with non negative entries uh, i so these are the topics I want to talk about at the numeri range of our operator in a Banach space. I will only recall the definition because it may be that it is not so well-known than the, uh, block, the numerical range of an operator in a Hilbert space. Then the block numerical range of operators, the block numerical range of operator functions, and then the block numerical range of M-monic, parent Frobenius matrix polynomials. Now you see here are the non- and non-negative matrices involved. Uh, yeah, we consider a bounded linear operator in a complex Banner space, X. And the numerical range of this operator is defined as the set theta A is the set of all F applied to AU, where F is in the dual space of the X. U is in the uh, space X. Both are normalized. And F takes its norm at U. And uh, this is a normal uh, extension of the definition in the, Hilbert, in the Hilbert space. If you are in the Hilbert space and you lose the representation theorem of the functionals, you have no chance. Then F has to be U and AU a, a U is U star AU. And you are in the normal uh, Banach, uh, Hilbert space uh, numerical range. This extension goes back, I think, to Luma... To Bonzel, Duncan, and to Palmer, there is also an extension to elements of a Banach algebra. I do not go into this details now. We come to the block numerical range, the block numerical range of an operator. We assume that the space X is the, is a the product of n other Banach spaces. The norm in the X is just one of the usual norms. Uh, maximum norm or something like that, or the Euclidean norm. And then the operator A has a representation as a block matrix. The elements A, R, S are just the compressions of A from X, S to X, R. We have this and now we define the block numerical range, theta A x1 to xn with respect to this decomposition. Of course, it depends on this decomposition. What do we do? We take such a scalar matrix. I will explain in a moment what are f's and what are the u's. And we take all the eigenvalues of these matrices. And this is the, the collection of all these eigenvalues is the block-numerical range The FR are in the dual space of XR. The US are in the banner space XS. They are both normalized and the functional FT takes its norm at UT, its norm attending. And the set of all the eigenvalues of this is the block numerical range. Of course, if N is 1, you have just the normal, the numerical range, and we will see what happens if n is the dimension of x, but then we are in the finite-dimensional case. So this is introduced by Christiane Tretter and her PhD student, Markus Wagenhofer, for orthogonal decompositions of Hilbert spaces. And then you have, of course, here, Fn is just Un star F all these things. And you have, again, this matrix. And this generalization uh, has been done by two students for me in their bachelor thesis, uh, Carlos, Paul Carlos and Dirk Kretschmann. So, I want to simplify a little bit the notations and you, to handle it a little better uh, as before, we consider the set S at X1 to Xn. This is just the pairs, these pairs of n norm-attending pairs of functionals and elements. And then to such a pair of S at, we have two operators, the operator F, which maps the product in the finite dimensional space, Cn, in this way. And the other one, U, oh, sorry, U goes from Cn to the product space in this way. And F, R, and UR are given, yeah? And, and then you see that the block numerical range is just the collection of the spectra of FAU, where F and U runs through this uh, set of uh, norm attending elements here. Uh, I use the notation of the book of Cato. I use this big sigma for the spectrum and the big theta for the numerical range. And so block numerical range, I choose this, uh, of course. So, we have some properties. Uh, This block numerical range is a bounded subset. In general, it's not closed. Uh, It's not convex. Also, the numerical range in a Banach space is not convex, it's connected. And you see it has to be connected because the number of the components of the block numerical range is less or equal to n. So, the number of the factors, but it can be connected also possible. Uh, the most important property is if you have a refinement of the decomposition, that means, what does it mean, each X, x1 is the product of some of the x-tildes and the x2 and so on, we have a refinement, then the block numeric becomes smaller, well, not, not greater, <laughs> it may be the same. And this implies, of course, that each block-numerical range is contained in the numerical range of the operator. And if we have a finite dimensional space, and we have the finest decomposition in one-dimensional spaces, subspaces, then the block-numerical range is just the spectrum, the point spectrum of the operator A. And I have some, oh, and the set is now compact in the finite dimensional space this uh, set the block numerical range is always compact the point spectrum is always in the block numerical range the spectrum of the operator is in the closure of the numerical block numerical range and the bit, if you have the dual operator then if you, you have a dual decomposition of the dual space then you see that the block-numerical range is contained in the block-numerical range of the dual operator, and this is contained in the closure of the block-numerical range of the operator itself. In the reflexive case, you have equality. Uh, so in the Hilbert space, you have equality. And here is something which is quite nice. If the dimension of the block of the factors of the space are always greater or equal to n, that is the number of the uh, factors, then the numerical range of, it's only necessary for s in 1 to n, s is not to r, then the numerical range of the diagonal element is contained in the block numerical range of the operator. Of course, this is You need really this restriction here. Otherwise, this is not true. Uh, Now I want to stop. There are some other uh, properties. I will not mention all of them. Uh, Now we introduce a block numerical radius. That is the supremo of the absolute values of the elements in the block numerical range. And then of course, we have this uh, inequality because the spectrum is always contained in the closure of the block-numerical range and this this is contained in the numerical range. Uh, And now I want to go to an entry-wise non-negative irreducible matrix Uh, that's Schmuel explained what it is, I do not repeat it. Now I want to uh, recover the parathrobenium theory for this uh, uh, matrix and the block numerical range. And you all know then there is a positive integer M, that's the index of imprimitivity of A. And if you have a coordinate-wise decomposition, that means you only rearrange the entries in in the uh, vectors. Then the peripheral part of the block numerical range, that is, the elements in the block numerical range where the lambda... Absolute value is just the numerical radius. Has the property that it is, yeah, up to this factor, these are the m roots of the unity. And for the spectrum, this is a famous theorem of Perron-Frobenius. Uh, m is a yeah, of course. M is a index of imprimitivity. There are several. Pos- equivalent definitions of this uh, index. For the spectrum, we are in the finite dimensional case. For the spectrum, this is peron For the numerical range, it is a result of ISOs. He has it only, there is a dis- dissertation as uh, a the PhD thesis of Issos, from, I think in Texas or Austin or something like that. And never published his results. He never published this result. And uh, in the last years, Tam, Maroulas, Psarakos, uh, and some other came up to this topic. And then we started, we means a student of mine, and we started and proved this general result, which includes the result of Paranfrobenius and the result of Issos as a special cases. You have also this. Wieland gave, a, if you look for a proof of the theorem, you see always Wieland's proof today in all books. Uh, and uh, there is much more Wieland proof. For example, if you have a matrix C, which absolute value is less or equal to C, and A is irreducible, and the numerical ra- radius d- is agree, then so you have a, up to... A, uh, factor of modulus 1 um, di- diagonal similarity all this is true here you can prove all this uh, more or less this is a special is a consequence of this results of Wieland which we have also here now i will come to analytic uh, operator functions as usual The block numerical range of such functions is just the set of all lambda in the domain of definition such that zero is in the block numerical range of this operator. Uh, I know that many people do not like the point there, but I learned in my first semester we have to distinguish between the function and the value of the function, and here it is essential. And the next uh, things it is essential to distinguish between a function and its value. You will see it. Uh, of course, this is done on, for several concepts. Wagenhofer, tretter for the block numerical range, but also Lee and Rotman for the numerical range in the Hilbert spaces for operator functions, polynomials, and so on. This is the usual way to define the block numerical range or the numerical range of an operator function. And now a useful result, which helps in all these things very much. We have a decomposition of x and, of x tilde in x and y. And unfortunately, the last factor has to be finite dimensional. Sorry, otherwise the result is not true. What I want to explain. We consider this block function. And we have this decomposition of x times y by x1 bis xn. And here we have exactly many factors as the dimension of y is. Then, if you have that the lambda is not in the spectrum of the factor on the uh, right lower corner, then... You will have that lambda is in the block numerical range of Q tilde for this decomposition, if and only if lambda is in the block numerical range of this operator function. You see that it's a sure complement. And uh, therefore, it is, and it is quite essential that you really have here the inverse and you have the finest decomposition of the. Space. You find this in many applications. Linearizations, uh, a linearization of a monic polyno- operator polynomial is done by the companion matrix. You can do it by deg- for degree reduction. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it is well perhaps known. If you have a linearization of a polynomial, you have to. Reduction to the degree one, from m to one. And now the, you can do the same thing if you only reduce the degree of the polynomial to k. And then you have nearly the same things, and the q2 lambda is the lambda minus nilpotent operators. Lambda, so, so, and you have there lambda minus nilpotent in the inverse, then of course here is a polynomial and then you have a lot of. Another thing is uh, graph expansions. I want to mention it because Schmuel is here. Uh, What is graph expansions? You have a graph and you add some points between two vertices and you uh, have to arrange the weights in the correct way. Then the spectrum of the graph expansion or the adjacency matrix is just an operator, uh, a matrix polynomial, and there are some connections. And I'm very sure I did not do that, that all the things which are known for graph expansion for the spectrum and the spectral radius and so on can be done for the block numerical uh, radius if you do it in the right way. And now I want to consider the function. Q lambda, lambda to the power M identity minus A lambda. I call this M-monic. A lambda can be an arbitrary analytic function. The degree of A lambda can, greater, can be greater or equal to M. Uh, we do not exclude this case. And we consider this for analytic functions on the annulus between row one and row two. Here's the annulus, I wouldn't... <laughs> Here's the annulus. And now we have the result. Um, ah, then we take the maximum of the numerical ranges along a circle with center zero and radius rho. And we take the maximum. Perhaps you should take the supremum. I'm not sure because you are in in infinite dimensional cases that maybe we have to take the supremum. Sorry. Uh, But in the finite dimensional case, we can take the maximum. And this function is geometrically convex. Uh, Today, you are, you considered convex, low convex uh, uh, functions. This is low, low convex. This function is low, low convex. Log-log convex. Geometrically, convex means you have this inequality. If you have two uh, elements in the interval row one, row two, where the function is, then you have this inequality. You say here is new, new, and newest between in the interval zero, one. Then you have this inequality. Here is the new. If you take the here's the logarithm of the etas and the logarithm of the function, then you have a convex function. Log-log-convex. We have also to take the logarithm of W. And here we have also to take the logarithm, because inside also. So is it. Uh, therefore, we called it log-log-convex, but then people who are working in special functions and so on said, uh, told us you have to write... Logarith- well, what is it? Geometrically convex. So, uh, so, and now, this implies for this equality, two things. Uh, there are only, how many possibilities? No possibility, of course. Then the other one, for at most two, or for all, in an open interval. If you are considering this function on an open interval, you have only the choices, two or less points that fulfill this equation, or all. And this is a simple consequence of the uh, convex functions. If you have a convex function, uh, it, and we have a straight line, we have exactly this result. What is? And now we have the following result. We assume... That this function here is less than rho to the power m on this interval, on this open interval, then the block numerical range, this intersected with this open annulus, is empty. Now I can take my, can show my picture. Okay. you will see here. You can see <laughs> no. here is rho to the power m and the function, and we have that uh, the function wa is less than rho to the power m. Then this whole annulus, the spectrum of q. q is, I want to <laughs> remind you, q is lambda to the power m identity minus a lambda. And that is the connection between this both. and Of course, you have really to distinguish between the values of a function and the function itself. Now I come to my last. I'm always a little bit fast, but uh, better than too late. Uh, Unfortunately, I cannot prove this result what I want to mention now in the full, uh, but perhaps somebody can help. Uh, we now assume that A-lambda, the function A-lambda, is a polynomial, a matrix polynomial, and all the coefficients of the polynomial are non-negative, entry-wise non-negative matrices. And we assume that for one positive row, this a row is irreducible, then that's for all positive row irreducible. That's uh, not so different. And we assume that M, this M, which plays a lambda M minus A lambda, is not the degree of A. And then we consider again this function Q. Then there exists a unique D. Uh, D is, we have the dimension of the the matrices are P times P. For all N in the interval 1 to p for all coordinate-wise uh, decompositions uh, of c to the power p and all positive rows. The following uh, should be true. If a row is not negative, this equality <coughs> is uh, tri- more or less trivial. The maximum is assumed just at the point rho. But now we assume that this function has to be rho to the power m. We have, and remember, we have only two circles. One, two, or all. And all is not very interesting. <laughs> uh, or perhaps, yeah. That this is full fold. And then the numerical, the block numerical range also polynomial Q. The first thing is concerning A. This is concerning Q. Intersected with the circle with the radius rho is this whole circle if D is zero. And it is exactly the up to the rho, the D roots of the unity. Again, we have this. But now we can have two of the circles, and the thing is, if you have two circles, you have two rows. this equality. Then you have on the both circles the same verteilung. Uh, the same. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. What Verteilung, verteilung This uh, on both circles, you have the same distribution of the eigenvalues. In other words, the same, the same, the
1: same circle,
0: right? So it's the same number of points. The okay. same number of points. And, uh, oh, yeah. So, no, no, this is a conjecture. And I want to... Ex- what, is, what is D equals zero? I don't understand. Uh, the, I will, is D this D is D also... Uh, uh, index of imprimitive of certain graph, which is constructed by the coefficients of A, and it's an infinite graph. And, uh, it's a little bit, yeah, you know, I have time. I can, I will, can explain it, but, uh, note again, Q lambda is this, uh, is a connection, and D is the index of imprimitive of a certain infinite graph. You have, Uh, p points on the horizontal and the whole uh, number of uh, the integers in this uh, direction. So you have an infinite graph. And now to explain, and the edges depend where M is. It depends a little bit where M is. Uh, And this inclusion holds. That we can prove. So what is... uh, what we are, have to do is the other direction, but the other direction holds for the spectrum. If you are R, uh, then you have the is n equals to p in our then the un, the number of the decomposition of the factors is the dimension of the space. Then you can have two circles, and you have this result. When you have this, then you have it for more or less for monic polynomials because you can re- reduce it with help of the companion matrix to the case of, of uh, the spectrum. The companion matrix is usually not irreducible if a row is irreducible, but nearly. Uh, it's not so difficult. And um, yes, the case q lambda is lambda minus here should be p. A011 one, one is the result I mentioned before. That is the result of uh, Perron Frobenius uh, for the block numerical range. Uh, yeah. This, I see, I'm, of course, there are a lot of things to uh, report. I'm surprised that I'm so fast. Uh, I hope you under- understood all of what I want to say. Uh, the most important thing for me is. Please help me to prove the other uh, inclusion. Uh, I'm very sure that it should hold, but uh, I have no proof for it. Uh, The applications of block numerical ranges is, of course, uh, you can find a book of Christiane Tretter. It's called uh, Spectral Theory of Block Operator Matrices. There, the block numerical range is. Uh, for Hilbert spaces is, is uh, developed, the theory. Uh, the quadratic numerical range is also well-known, but that means n is equal to 2. That's a quadratic numerical range. is used by several people who are working in operator theory in Krein spaces and so on. And, uh, yeah, there are really a lot of questions concerning this. But I want to stop here. I want to thank Avi for his friendship over more than 25 years now. And also, my wife appreciates very much you and Dahlia. And I thank you for your attention. Thank you very much. Sorry that I'm so. We have plenty of
1: time for questions. Okay, so maybe let me explain again. So what you assume that you know that your question just on the board. uh, So you said that you have uh, a polynomial matrix with no negative entries such that you assume that uh, let's say A of 1 is reducible, right? And now you assume that you have two special rows such that uh, sort of the determinant of low A, A minus A to equals 0. That's right, is that correct? Yeah. And you mean, you say that is it, and it's only these are two solutions That's are, I mean, I believe you that this is in this case, an interesting case We you said that have you have only two solutions for this, right? And now what you claim is that uh, roughly speaking that on these particular solutions, that uh, the index M is the same. For both of them, right? Yeah. That is a conjecture. And what you could prove, what is what you mean the inclusion parts? What can you do with it? See, this is, now it's, I have to follow your, okay. <laughs> yeah. here. To you. Okay, no, inclusion is Here is
0: inclusion. The block numerical range is in this set. Here, yeah? But I cannot prove that every element in uh, the... Case D equals zero is uh, no problem. But the case the other case, I cannot prove in the moment that all these numbers here are eigenvalues of the polynomial Q. But you assume that, you assume that okay, so, because I, mean, I don't want to pursue your notation, but without your notation, that's what I see.
1: That's what you want to prove. That if you have that you determinant of row m of i, I of Q minus a a row is this is zero exactly for two positive rows, yeah. then you want to show that the index two a row one equals to a row two. Is that did I get this try right? Yeah. The but, way. Uh,
0: but the index is uh, something concerning a, a graph, when rho doesn't play any role. The graph is defined by the elements or a1 a, to a R, l, a0 to a l, and m. So, so, no, so then I don't understand. A row is primitive, so
1: what is the index?
0: Then oh, the index, this index d, and the index of A row has nothing together. You can construct, you can give two numbers, two positive numbers, and you can construct elements or arrows that the one is the index of a primitivity of A row, and the other is of q. There's no connection between D and the index of irreducible of arrow.
1: What is D, sir?
0: Yeah. This no. takes 10 minutes. At it's least 10 minutes. minutes. It's an infinite
1: graph. But what is the graph? Okay.
0: So not, this is the technique. You, you have, we are in the dimension, you have p points here, and you have up to... Uh, so, and now you have these are the edges in the infinite graph. Uh, this is the vertices. And an edge from i to j exists if a, and this is the level, this is the p and this is q, uh, a, m, Minus p plus q, perhaps otherwise i j is positive. Is the entry in the matrix a j, oh, and the matrix AM PQ, a m minus p q? At the position a j is positive. It depends only on the. You see, the difference makes no no sense. You have parallel uh, edges, and now, and now you uh, define, as usual, a path. Then you start here and come up here somewhere, and the level displacement of the path is just the difference of the levels of the endpoints. And then you take uh, phase cycles. That means you have a path which starts on G and ends somewhere. And then you take the level displacement of the cycles, and then you take the greatest common divisor of this level displacements, and then you get D. Now you know what you mean, what I mean? <laughs> and uh, yeah. Uh,
1: so is this equation easy to about the second? Or is it, not? But, is it easy to prove this equation? Is it relatively simple given that definition?
0: Or not? Yeah, yeah, that is a D, what I tried to explain. Or I do it on the same No, my, my question is, once you have this definition, uh, does proving this inclusion, you have a
1: proof of what you Yeah. But what is that uh, mm-hmm. natural? It's a very natural proof from the
0: definition. Well, we, you can prove if you have an uh, eigenvalue of a polynomial and you have this D, then the eigenvalue has to be rho times uh, a root of unity. So, I
1: mean, did you get the definition? By
0: yeah. 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 But and in special cases, we have the equality of this. And I'm more or less sure that it's true, but uh, four months, I think, but not every time I'm looking at this problem. So thank you again.